In a construction site in Lower Manhattan, former tech giant Waggle's secret cybernetics and artificial intelligence labs lay open for the first time in years. And while Gwen, Vicky, Hector, and a Nazi horde had been present for that grand opening, there had also been something else. What? Vicky couldn't tell you. All she knew was that minutes ago, Nazis had guns pointed at her and Gwen, and then a cloud of black smoke obscured everything. After the smoke cleared, a half-dozen Nazis lay dead, and Gwen was gone. She had left behind her bracelet, which could only mean that Gwen was in trouble. Yet, no matter how bad a bitch Vicky was, and she was, she would routinely scream. She wasn't faster than a bullet, and those Nazis' guns were still plenty loaded. Vicky clicked into autopilot. Ah! I'm piecing the fuck out! She made a run for it. Keeping low, she danced around Nazis still blinded from the smoke, heading for the exit. It was her Fitbit. It was tracking Gwen. My main bitch! Gwen's signal was coming from behind her, from inside the newly opened Waggle Labs. Vicky touched Gwen's bracelet, still tucked into her bra. She looked back at the path she had just taken. The Nazis were starting to move. Not a party at all, not even ironically, Vicky thought. But then... I'm not leaving you again. I'm coming for you, Gwen. I'm pacing the fuck in! Vicky ran back towards the laboratory entrance. Nearby, Nazi Jeff was taking charge. Regroup. Form ranks. Get up! The Nazis started regrouping, but murmured in fear. Stay on high alert, because... Vicky sprinted past him. It's a girl! Shoot! Shoot her! But the Nazis' distraction gave Vicky just enough time to vanish into the gaping unknown of Waggle Labs. After her! She can't get to the weapon before we do! Just then, Dick, Sylvia, and Uncle Uli came barreling into the clearing. No, Uli! It took us so long to get here because your direction sucks so fucking hard! Dick took the scene in. Shit. On. Dick! Not here. Who am I? Are you fucking serious? There are all together. Too many goddamn witnesses. Nazi Jeff drew his pistol and... Run! Go left! Whoa! Gotta go right! Left has less bullets! Or is it fewer bullets in this situation? It doesn't matter which direction sucks! Everyone ran in different directions. Meanwhile, deep in a long-forgotten corridor inside the Waggle Laboratory, the Tic Tac Man dragged Gwen through darkness. Like Vicky, Dick was on the run. Ten minutes ago, he, Sylvia, and Uncle Uli had expertly tracked Gwen, expertly evaded being shot, expertly split up, and then expertly ran into Waggle Labs. Now, Dick found himself expertly lost. Uh, Expertly. Is that the same giant microscope? Who can tell? I fucking hate nerds! Dick was alone. Uncle Uli and Sylvia being just as lost somewhere else in the labs, he thought. Well, Dick wasn't completely alone. Several sets of jackboots were trailing him through the cramped, concrete hallways. Hey, there's nowhere to run! And nowhere to hide! And nowhere to... You didn't leave me anything to say. Sorry, man. Nowhere to heroically fight my way out of... Fuck you! Yeah, and there's nowhere to heroically fight your way out of... What the hell, Harry? The Nazis bickered amongst themselves, not noticing that Dick's footsteps had stopped, nor the sound of a locker opening as he slipped in. The Nazis passed by. 
You could blame Dick's casually rampant alcoholism for his excruciatingly slow reaction time, but he could still outsmart Nazis. I gave him the old slip, Big Daddy Diggity. Oh, Big Daddy, that's your I'm proud nickname for yourself? <laughs> A hand clamped down over Dick's mouth. Don't shush me! What? I said, don't shush me! Oh, it's Gisette. Okay, yeah, I know that. I just said, don't shush me. What did you call me? Oh, for once, nothing. Just, okay, you know what? Do you just lick my hand? Yeah, that's right, Miss Number One P.I., and I have a few questions for you, if you think you can handle it. Gisette wiped her hand on Dick's shirt. Sure thing, Big Daddy Dicky D. Oh, come on, you know I don't say it like that. Okay, first off, how did you know about these top secret waggle labs? I didn't. I just knew where to find Gwen. Maybe if you did a better job keeping an eye on your own apprentice, you would have too. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll ignore that. But second, why are you hiding in this electrical closet? There's plenty of other hiding places. Same reason you are, because if anyone came in, I could do this. Ah, look. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 me too. That's that's exactly why I hid in here. Same brain. Congrats. Finally, and most importantly, what did you put on your hand for it to taste like that? Is that lavender and like a, like what, a paprika? Shh. Oh, so you're not going to answer that one? Seems pretty suspicious. Gisette clamped her hand back over the number two PI in town's mouth. The Nazis were coming back. All I'm saying is, why even start a chant like that if it only has two parts? There's three people. You should only start chants with three parts. It's only fair. You getting emotional on me? What? No way. I haven't cried since I was a baby. I'm hard. All my saying is, is everyone should be equal. Careful. Equal among whites, I mean. With the Nazis far enough away, Gisette once again removed her hand from Dick's mouth. So is it paprika or not? I don't know. Damn it, Richard! Oh, come on. No one calls me that. You're hiding with someone you can learn a thing or two from, and you're asking about spices? Oh, please. I learn never to trust a word that comes out of your mouth. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if you're the reason Gwen's nowhere to be found. Your incompetence is the reason. (laughs) Says the woman who doesn't even know if she has paprika on her or not. Don't follow me. I wasn't going to. And with that, Dick Dirk crept back the way he came, searching for the hallway he'd need a flashlight for. A place his booted hunters would have instinctively avoided. A place where monsters hide. I wish I was drunk. Er. <sighs> Somewhere at the end of one of those darkened tunnels, the sound of a generator woke Gwen. She tried to get up, but felt somehow pinned down. Her eyes were still closed, and she struggled to open them, falling just short of success. What's going on? Oh, no. Where am I? Gwen tried to say, but with all her might, she couldn't. Instead, the thought of it ran across her mind, trying to find a way out. There were other people in the room with Gwen, their voices swimming up to her consciousness. But it feels its nervous system is there. Hello? What the hell is going on? Vicky, where- But whoever was there ignored Gwen. It's true. Jump-starting the Gemini sample again might do irreparable damage. Or it could accelerate the process. You don't know that! No, but we know the Talus sample has already developed tissue and its higher brain function. Is nowhere near Gemini. The Gemini sample is using all its energy to grow its brain and nothing else. Unlike the Talus sample, it has the possibility of being perfect. Which is why we need to do this. But the samples are not the same. No, they're not. The rest of the hidden conversation was drowned out, at first by the sound of the generator starting, and then the pain. Again.
10 minutes of running for your life in the dark will sober anyone up. And after escaping Nazi Jeff and his mess of pale, chinless men of the superior race, Vicky was as sober as Mike Pence at a strip club. Come on, Gwen, don't disappear! Vicky tapped her Fitbit, willing Gwen's flickering signal to stay strong. As her eyes adjusted, Vicky saw that she was in an old break room, complete with decrepit soda machines and beanbag chairs. The footsteps behind her were gone, but Vicky still shook. You'd think it was from nearly being shot that scared her, or the many bodies she nearly tripped on as she made her escape. But you'd be wrong. It was the sound from the smoke, the thing Vicky was sure took Gwen. She looked back at her Fitbit. Oh, Gwen, you don't dig the tracker? Oh, no, Vicky, I don't dig the tracker. Boom, me and the tracker just saved you from a super terrifying thing I can't see or comprehend. Yeah, I dig the tracker now. Vicky made her way across the room, trying to get a better signal. A hand grabbed her ankle. Ah! A figure shrouded in white gripped her leg. Oh my god, a ghost! I'm not a ghost! I'm a clansman! Oh my god, a confederate ghost! The monster didn't get me! It's taken so many of us, but I'm still- A white supremacist! She kicked at him, freeing her ankle and backing away. Please! She let him out! I have to tell. Oh my god! How are you alive? He got both my legs and both my arms. <laughs> Please, I'm dying. Whatever I may have done in this life, I am not long for this world. So can you bring me a visit, Pop? Ugh, fine. As long as you promise not to call it that. Vicky kicked a vending machine and grabbed a soda. She knelt, handing it begrudgingly to the dying hate monger. Psych! <laughs> I still have arms! The clansman stabbed Vicky in the shoulder with a pocket knife. Ah! Stupid bitch! I tricked you because I am superior! <laughs> I still don't have legs, though. Vicky pulled the knife from her shoulder, throwing it against the wall, and punched the clansman in the face. <sighs> you know... I was probably going to do that anyway, but you just made that a lot easier. I'm using your little hate smock for my arm. Vicky tore off a strip from the clansman's robes and bound her wound with it. Peace, motherfucker! Vicky strutted out. Snowflake! Oh, good comeback! Ah, uh, oh. I wasted my life. Somewhere deeper in the labs, the pain that rattled through Gwen was gone, and her eyes slowly began to see light, but her words... Please, someone? Vicky! ...were still trapped inside her. We have to do it again. It's working. No. This is why Gabriela's leaving. Look at it. Look at this... thing. I see an impending, hard-fought success. We're killing the Talus sample, and you know it. The Talus sample is not exceptional like Gemini. No. We're killing the talus sample because we don't think it's cute. Gwen's eyes finally opened, and she was greeted by a bright smear of out-of-focus light. Gradually, she was able to make out the vague shapes of two men, both in lab coats, surrounded by lab equipment. Can you hear me? Where am I? That's not... that's not what this is. Isn't it? Isn't that why you made sure the algorithm was external in the talus sample? As a failsafe, but Gemini can be so much more. Not if we kill it. That's why Gabriela's quitting. She won't be a party to murder. And you? Why are you still here? The other man was silent. Exactly. Flip the switch, Mariano. The men's faces came into focus. Before the wave of electrifying pain ate at her once again, Gwen saw someone she recognized from a photo. He looked exactly the way he had in the picture, taken 20 years ago. Mariano Savala gripped a lever, and there, standing next to him, was... Dad? And through the pain, she heard it, as she had in Dick's office months ago. The Tic Tac Man spoke in her mind, and it demanded... Oh, 
long-forgotten corridor, Nazi Jeff crept through darkness that grew until it was absolute. When he could no longer see in front of him, he switched on his night vision goggles. He moved deliberately, careful not to make a sound. He was deep in enemy territory, and he was pretty sure he was close to something he was after. Whether that was the weapon, the monster, or Gwen, he wasn't sure, but he wasn't going to risk losing it, whatever it was. As silently as he could, he cocked his pistol and slowly inched forward. God damn it! Nazi Jeff grabbed his blaring walkie-talkie. I'm in the middle of a stealth operation, asshole! I thought I made that very clear. What? Are you sure? What is it? It's a giant laser, sir. A laser? Hello? What's happening? Ensign? Ensign? The laser! Use the laser! Motherfucker! You have a girlfriend? But if Nazi Jeff thought he was having a bad day before, it got dramatically worse when he was hit twice in the face by a purple penis. That's my wangarang! It fucks suckers up twice. Now, take me to Gwen. Elsewhere, the Tic Tac Man continued its interrogation. Who is that man? man? What is his name? name? Where is he now? Gwen screamed, but this time she heard herself. Hello? Her voice echoed, and slowly, as if waking from a dream with your eyes open, the lab before Gwen immediately aged. Dust and debris covered the once clean steel and glass. The rusted and rank smell of the forgotten lay about the vacated lab, but Gwen only had eyes for what was before her. Oh my god! Before her was her captor, her intruder, her tic-tac man. But it wasn't a man. Not really. Not yet. Who is he? The creature that loomed in Gwen's dreams since the night he pushed her across the office without touching her. And how could he have? The creature had one arm, that of the homeless man who Gwen had heard it kill months ago. It was a patchwork of body parts, taken from different people, metal skeleton poking through. But its face, its face was a mosaic of the many men it had crossed. Torn, pieced together, yet unfinished. The creature stood before Gwen, pockets of nerves exposed. Ropey tendons stretched to the breaking point all held together by an ever-moving liquid, oily, thick, and putrid, unnaturally running over its body. What are you? Although the dead eyes peered back into hers, the voice once again came from inside Gwen's mind. I need to find him. I don't know where he is. But you you know him. him. And you! you. I I know you! I know you! You're you're the... You're you're Gemini. Everything not strapped down in the room slowly began to rise, as if levitated by pure hatred. Please stop! The object smashed into the wall. Do it! What? Do what? Use that special brain of yours. Stop time! Show me why you were chosen! Amaze me! I can't do any of that! A little late to play coy. I know what you are. 
the square root of 30,000. Do it! The square root of 3,000! Is 50 something? You're not trying! Why does this matter? It matters! Who is the Zodiac Killer? Ted Cruz? No! A man named Paul! Who was the axeman of New Orleans? I don't know. La Pierre Montserrat was behind the Black Dahlia. It was a man named Craig. What was the true identity of Jack the Ripper? Doctor? Reginald Chambers. Taxidermist. Who was Jack the Stripper? Mongo Iron. No, nobody knows. Who fed pineapple? John Bonet Ramsey for her murder. I have no idea. Ted Cruz. And the square root of 3,000 is 54.77225575505. What does this prove? How fast you work. What the fuck are you talking about? Why you work? In another part of the complex, Nazis were powering on a long, dormant video surveillance control center. The dark room was bathed in blue light as the monitors crackled on. So I go, there's nowhere to heroically fight your way out of. Okay, quit yapping. Nazi Jeff said we need to be watching out for El Viejo and the Brito or whatever got beta team. <sighs> Betas. They deserve what they got. Hey, you want to smoke meth? Yeah, but let's go outside. I don't want to fog up the room. After a moment of stillness, Vicky emerged from under a pile of jackets. Four weeks of my academy is a waste, they said. No one cares if you get kind of hold still, they said. Well, look who's outside the invisible box now, bitches! After years of trailing Gwen, Vicky knew that when you lose a trail, you look for clues. The best way to look for clues is to have eyes everywhere. And until she got that surgery, she had to use technology instead. Can't wait for that surgery, though. Vicky peered at the many screens, each showing a different scene from around the labs. Beyond the scientific gadgets, decaying office trends, and the bands of interloping Nazis, something else caught Vicky's eye. When's IV? There it was, or at least part of it. Even through the grainy black and white CRT, the trail of spilled blood coming from the tube was noticeable under the high-contrast night vision security cameras. The blood wormed its way down a hallway before vanishing down a pitch-black corridor where there were no cameras. Tough uterus 606 like a motherfucker! I'm coming, Gwen! Vicky ran from the room, feeling triumphant with every step as Gwen's Fitbit signal grew stronger. If Vicky had stayed just a few moments longer, she would have seen Dick Dirk on another monitor being expertly led into a trap. Dick cautiously walked behind Nazi Jeff, brandishing the white supremacist's pistol. No funny business, okay? There's enough stand-ups in the world. Just take me to where you were holding Gwen. She's fine. We just need her. For? You don't know. Someone sent you the Holy Grail, and you gave it to Gwen. <laughs> what, that bracelet? It clashed with my go-girl. Yeah, bracelet, inferior scum. Dick smacked Nazi Jeff in the back of the head. What the hell, man? What? You hit me. Yeah, and you called me inferior scum. You are. We're both Spanish. Hey, shut up, dude. Everyone knows it, man. The two walked in silence for a few minutes. If Dick had had the luxury of looking away from Nazi Jeff, he might have noticed an IV on the ground, trailing blood. But he kept his eyes locked and passed it by. Then... Nazi Jeff stopped in front of a wooden door. This is it. Okay, so I want you to... But before Dick could articulate his plan, the sounds of a horrible struggle came from behind the door. What the fuck is that? What are you doing to her? Nothing! I left her alone. The... the monster must have found her. A monster? Do, do I look like I'm six years old? No, you look much, much older. But the monster's real. You've seen its work. It's ripping through my men. 
They say it has psychic powers. Shit. Where you going then? Fuck that. You can shoot me. There's no way I'm going in there with that thing. Fuck, alright. I'm going in. Dick kicked in the door. Unclench! Gwen, I'm here! Before he could finish, Nazi Jeff brained him from behind. Not very bright, are you, detective? It's not your fault. Inferior genes. Dick sank weakly to his knees, fighting unconsciousness. Despite his swimming vision, he could make out that there was no monster, no fight, and certainly no Gwen. God damn it. What he did see was two Nazis restraining a tied-up and soaking wet Hector Zavala. Next to them was a keg of a very familiar beer. Are you waterboarding spots with PBR Extreme? We're low on water, but we have loads of this crap. And trust me, it makes you wish we were using water. But I suppose you'll be finding that out. So, why are you doing a German accent? Come on. Meanwhile, you're you're the mistake. mistake. Why do you need me? I need your algorithm. So I've heard, but what does that mean? An algorithm is just a set of rules for a computer to follow. You're You're not not like me. me. You're more. You're closer. closer. You You have have what's what's missing. missing. You You must must know what I'm missing. The algorithm. algorithm. You want to become whole? The creature became still, and Gwen felt it once again. A wave of emotion that was not her own. An acknowledged emptiness. I understand. I want to find them too. Like, like me. Yes. I've been looking for them for a long time. B.B. Darnell. Gwen's mind broke open like a dam long overdue to burst. Her father's name rang out. Gwen shut her eyes, and when she opened them, she was living another memory. No, not again. At the mercy of the Tic Tac Man, Gwen watched the replayed scene from inside a tank filled with green liquid. The tank was being wheeled along by none other than her mother, B.B. Gween. Her father, Darnell, walked beside her, speaking quickly. And with Gemini such a success, we won't need this one. This move is a perfect way to let go. What about Mariano? He would never. And Gabriella? Can you say the same about Gabriella Savala? She's gone. Yeah, I don't buy that. Looking up at her own mother, Gwen wasn't met with the feelings she always imagined she'd have. Not the warmth or love she dreamed of and half-remembered. No, all that was replaced by a clinical coldness. Her parents entered a small, dark room, and without turning on the lights, heaved the tank holding Gwen onto a cluttered desk, facing a cracked picture frame. We haven't been here in years. It depresses me. Who wants to be reminded of their failures? Failures are a stepping stone. Please, leave that thing. It's still alive. It's a brain and a nervous system in a jar. You know it's more than that. It doesn't matter anymore. She's the answer, and we have her now. We have our Gemini. She's not a code name anymore. That's right. She's ours. Our Gwendolyn Green. And with that, the door closed and remained closed for years. Yet all the while, the thing in the tank was moving. Growing. Consuming until there was nothing left except a being made of failure filled with rage nearly a decade after its imprisonment it burst free knowing nothing other than memories of pain and cruelty focused on a name a face the face of the baby in the picture it was forced to stare at all those years Suddenly, Gwen was back in her body, jerked into consciousness as her body was levitated off the ground. Helpless, she flew across the room, caught by the monster's only arm. She screamed as it ripped the wires out of her, but made sure to keep her eyes open. 
always facing it. Her monster. It held her up by the forearm and smelled of death. Where is, is the bracelet? bracelet? The bracelet was still tucked safely inside Vicky's bra. She had found the IV tube that only hours prior had been inside her main bitch's arm. The blood that had neatly led to the wall had been scuffed and smeared, making it hard to follow. Fuck you, blood! I never liked you anyway. Okay, just follow the path with no security cameras. Before Vicky could continue, she heard, Oh God, please stop! Please stop! If you want, though, or whatever, you can do whatever you want, but also, this is the worst! No more! No, 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 no more! No more! No more! Or just do it faster, dude. You can do more. Come on! But also, stop! They got dick! Creeping slowly to the doorway, Vicky peeked into the room, unseen. Dick was tied to a chair, his head tilted back with a cloth over his face, as two Nazis restrained him, and the third poured beer onto the cloth. I don't like this. I feel like he's enjoying it. Me? No! Help! 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 I'm at a loss! Sir, he keeps smacking his lips? Impossible! This stuff is awful! And we're waterboarding him! Are you sure you're not giving him the good beer? Let me check. (laughs) It tastes like boiled asshole, sir. Again! As Dick willingly drowned, Hector, also tied to a chair, spotted Vicky. Is he dry from his mouth down? Hector's soaked! Oh, gross! He's drinking the PBO Extreme! Oh, shit! I threw a dick! Fuck. Not again. Charging in, Vicky decked the two henchmen. And tackled the still-dazed Nazi. Unhand me, wench! The Uberman cannot be restrained. Ugh! You're hurting my wrist! Come on! Stop! Seriously, stop! I'm a bull! Vicky headbutted Nazi Jeff unconscious. That was dope! What's up, dick? Chillin'. Need help untying. But before she was done offering, Dick had his hands free. Nazis these days can't even tie you drunk them right? I could have gone out anytime I wanted, but that, that boiled asshole was too good. As the freshly drunk P.I. stood precariously and Vicky tied up the unconscious Nazis, it took a moment for her to realize that Dick's thumbs were dislocated. Did... Did you dislocate your thumbs to get out of that rope? Like I said, Nazis these days. Okay, do we untie Hector? He did point me to this sweet double-ended pink cock weapon. Hey, that's mine! And it's purple. Dick tried to grab it, but it slipped through his dislocated fingers. I'll get it later. And no, we're not untying Fonts. That dude is a Nazi. Right? He's at least a Nazi sympathizer. Guys, I'm not a Nazi. I'm above. You were trouble from day one, Schwanz. But I looked past it because you were clearly falling madly in love with me. What? No, I was falling in love with Gua. I mean, I'm not a Nazi. I'm, I'm not even white. I can't be. I dance so well. Then explain yourself, you tight butt son of a bitch. The two stood over the former male model. The guy who, who's flipping the bill for all this, he has my parents, and he, and he won't tell me where. He needs the queen's bracelet, same as the Nazis. So it's someone outside the Nazis? Who, who are you working for? I've never met him. He's just a voice on the phone. What's his name? He said not to worry about it, but I just forget it anyway. You work for someone who never told you his name? He did tell me, once, but I forgot it. What else does he tell you? Do you remember that? Most of the time when he calls, he just repeats, you have to kill the answer, you have to save your parents, you have to take the bracelet, he's crazy! Please, help me. How can we believe anything he says? We can't. My phone! Take my phone! It's in my pocket! It's how he calls me, you can see! Alright, give me that. 
Dick tried to grab Hector's phone, but just ended up mashing his useless fingers against Hector's pants. Hey, whoa, no. just trying to... Vicky, can you get Sean to this phone? Vicky fished inside Hector's pocket. What, what and just... Oh, wow. It's like... <laughs> anywhere you put your hand, you can feel his cock. I can hear you. I'm not hiding it. Here. Vicky tried to hand Hector's phone to Dick, but he waved his hands in the negative. No, 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 I'm not, uh, I'm not really doing hands right now. Just, um, put it in my pocket. Fine. Vicky shoved the phone into Dick's pocket. Weird. My pockets are all unbalanced now. What's that? My Fitbit tracks Gwen. I have an alarm when she's close. Smart. And her stress levels are through the roof. Real smart. Also, she has so much butt sweat. Too smart. Let's get her. Wait! Don't leave me here! Don't leave me anywhere! <laughs> Why is my location always up to... Gwen's face was inches from the tic-tac man's makeshift head. Its mismatched eyes looked directly into hers, and once again, it demanded. Where, where is, where is, the, bracelet? is the bracelet? The rumbling beneath them begins again, and the non-human portions of the creature dripped and quaked with anger. I only have a Fitbit. The bracelet! The bracelet. The bracelet. How did you... I, I need, need the bracelet, bracelet now! now. I, need I need to, to know, know who he is! I need to know what I am. What I am. He must, must tell, tell me what, what I, I, am. I am. He's my dad. As though a spell had been broken, the entirety of the Tic Tac Man stood calmly still, and Gwen dropped to the floor. Dad, he's my father, Darnell Queen. But how did I see him? Once again, a wave of emotion ran through the junior PI, and for the first time that night, it was one of hope. But these weren't her emotions. It's okay. It's all going to be okay. How do you know Darnell Queen? Why are you... But Gwen knew the answer. He helped create me. I'm a queen. Like you. Like you. Not, not quite, quite human. Vicky and Dick crept through the inky blackness of the passageway, past the fallen IV. The path went deeper and deeper into the ground, eventually ending in a small lab, just big enough for a table and just empty enough for a dead end. This can't be right. It said she's here. Every other lab I've seen in this waggle dump is huge. Why is this one so small? The two searched the tiny room for any signs of Gwen. Outside of shelves lined with glass beakers and a bare steel table, the room was empty. I think my Fitbit's broken. Or there's a secret passage here. The number two PI in town began lifting every piece of lab equipment in the room. This room is too small to run experiments, so why is it full of chemicals? So you can sniff them. This one smells like fake nails and amnesia. Dick stopped in front of an industrial cabinet set against the wall. Look! This one shelf is dust-free! Vicky approached. Meaning someone's been using this frequently. Dick reached for the largest beaker on the shelf. God damn fingers, I can't get a grip. Screw it. I'm popping him back. Oh, that is so disgusting. All good. Dick picked up the beaker. The cabinet slid into the wall, revealing another lab. It was full of rubble, broken glass, rusted machinery, and Dick Dirk's junior PI, who stood face to face with a living, breathing monster. Vicky, who had fought off Nazis, stood frozen in horror. The number two PI, who became pathologically brave when drunk, wavered. Gwen didn't seem to notice they had entered, her eyes locked on the Tic Tac Man. Brow furrowed, she reached a shaky hand towards it, towards him. For the first time in a long time, she felt understanding, 
and hope. To her surprise, those emotions were both of theirs. I'm a queen. I'm, I'm a queen. Like you. Like you. I think you are. Gwen touched the Tic Tac Man. Oh! Gwen, get the fuck out of there! Kill it! Kill it! Unfrozen, Dick and Vicky's panic overtook them. Hit him with the chemical! Gwen, back away from that thing! Oh god! Oh my god, it's so gross! You don't know what you're doing! <laughs> Vicky heaved a beaker of chemicals, smashing in a cloud of sulfurous smoke, but missing the Tic Tac Man. Rage flared again inside the Tic Tac Man. Checking aside a table, the monster moved with surprising speed, cornering Vicky and Dick, blades sprouting from its inhuman frame. Stay back, beast! I've got a wangarang! I'll rip you apart with my bare hands! Stop! Stop! All of you! The Tic Tac Man's blade rose. Black ooze leaked from the Tic Tac Man's back, its arm frozen in midair. Behind it was Gisette York, smoke curling from her revolver. Gwen, I found you! Everyone, back away from that thing. No, you don't understand. The Tic Tac Man turned, rushed at Gisette. <laughs> the Tic Tac Man staggered back, spewing black liquid that evaporated the second it touched the ground. Taking advantage of the moment, Gisette rushed to Gwen putting herself between her and danger, and would have kept firing, but... The Tic Tac Man, injured, scared, and alone, once again tore into everyone's mind. Amidst the pain, Gwen understood his fear. And then, the Tic Tac Man was gone. Everything was still. Then... We're here, and we fucked shit! The two wore tattered red bandanas, darkened from dirt and sweat. Grease smeared their faces, and they gripped stolen rifles. Their shirts were ripped, ragged. The only thing even haphazardly covering their breasts were bandoliers lined with grenades. Behind them trailed five tied and blindfolded Nazis strapped to a rope. They stopped midway through the room. Everyone else's jaws hung dumbly open. Did we miss something, or did... You guys missed something. I can't take this. Gisette held Gwen tight as the junior PI slumped onto the floor. Back on the street, the familiar washed over Gwen, a balm to the strange nightmare she had endured. Let me get a cap for us, Gwen. What? No, you failed me again. What? Gwen, Vicky actually No! Where were you when I needed you, and... When you both finally did show up, you did exactly the wrong thing. I helped find you! Oh, please. It's true. She helped free me from a waterboarding. Then we followed your trail. Are you sure it was water, Dick? Because it just smells like you got drunk. Again, at least Gisette was there. What? She was late on the scene. Plus, she's the one who shot up that monster thing that you're so pissed about being saved from. At least she tried to help. She did what she had to do in a bad situation. A situation you both made. Oh my god. We found you. Really? Gwen, I didn't want to say anything, but I... I can't let this go. I figured out where you were and led Vicky and Dick to you. I was holding off some Nazis and and let them go ahead. You're lying! She's lying, Gwen! Says the alcoholic. Oh, the capable alcoholic. It's a tribute to multitasking. The number two PI in town. The tone of your voice doesn't sound complimentary, but uh, I'm pretty drunk, so... Gisette, I'd like to take your offer. I feel like maybe I'm not working up to my full capabilities, and I want to. I want to work with you. No! But your family! Gisette's a big wig with big cases that take big time. You'll never get to investigate your parents. You'll never know. Maybe I know enough. I I think it's time I moved on. Uncle Uli, I'll catch you at home. It's El Hombre Viejo! Okay, El Hombre Viejo... You're doing it wrong. It has to be said in fear. This is my nightmare. Still smiling, Gisette hailed a cab. Gwen, I'm, I've am i done unspeakable things tonight. 
but you leaving is the biggest heartbreak. Please stay. You mean the world to Dick. To all of us. Sylvia's right, Gwen. Now, I'm gonna be straight with you. Dick is awful at directions. That being said, he's also a piece of garbage. However, and this is important, he's also a rat bastard. Huh. I thought I was gonna talk you out of this for a minute there, but I talked myself into it. Thanks, Sylvia, but I think I've gone as far as I can go with Mr. Dirk. Oh, this is the part of my nightmare where those naked clowns play the bagpipes to each other. Fucking bagpipes! I... I really did try to save you. <sighs> I'm sure you did. I... Ugh... I just need some time. I saw some really... You know, I'll see you soon. Gwen handed Vicky her Fitbit. Tears sprang to Vicky's eyes. But I really tried. I know. See ya. Gwen turned to leave. Wait, uh, don't you need this? Vicky held out Gwen's bracelet. I... Yeah. Thank you, Vicky. The junior P.I. smiled at her oldest friend, placing her bracelet on her wrist, closing the cab door, and driving off into the night. Fine! Go! I don't need an apprentice anyway! In fact, the board of detectives said I shouldn't come into contact with human beings ever, so... The senior P.I.'s screams faded into New York's ever-present symphony of traffic and commotion, and soon the group shuffled off in different directions, to either drink alone, celebrate, or worry until sunup. Yet, those who saw it couldn't forget, and those who heard it couldn't stop hearing it. But only she felt a shade of sorrow in the unwanted sound. Only she heard its voice. I'm a queen. Like you. I'm glad you're on Team York now, Gwen. Me too. Thank you again for being there for me. Of course. What are main bitches for? That was weird, wasn't it? Yeah. It just doesn't fit. Doesn't fit. Nope. Dick sat at Gwen's desk as the sun rose, turning his night running through Waggle's darkened halls into blurry memories. Not being pushed to her full capabilities, my ass. She could never beat my belching the alphabet record. I mean, she never tried or refused to participate, but whatever, it doesn't matter. The number two PI in town put his head down on the desk and tried to make sense of the spinning room. It was then that he remembered. The Shavonza's phone! Dick went through it. His background is a llama? Weird. Even weirder, there are no contacts, no photos, no outgoing calls except to a single voicemail box. The voice repeated every five seconds for five minutes. What the hell is that? Dick Dirk slowly put the phone down and sat watching the sun rise as his questions and inebriation grew. And as the sun rose, the only person with the answers to Dick's questions sat still tied to a chair in the dark alone. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do now? You know. No. You know what you must do. Where are my parents? You know what you must do. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Kill the answer. Save your parents. Take the bracelet. Yes. yes. I know what I must do. I must do. Yes.
this episode of the Pulp Tales of Gwendolyn Green P.I. was written by Daniel Contreras and Crystal Luca with the stars Alice K. Johnson, Kate Eggers, Daniel Contreras, Antonio Thompson, Christina Pitter, Sonia O'Hara, Aldo Malaspena, Sam Foxhearten, Chris DeLuca, Spencer Andrew Taylor, Kevin Leibson, and Deb Radloff. Music by Andy McCarthy, Lavinia Pavlish, and Kate Eggers. Edited by Daniel Contreras. Created by Daniel Contreras and Chris DeLuca. That wraps it up for the first season of the Pulp Tales of Gwendolyn Green P.I. If you've gotten this far without subscribing, congratulations, uh, you do you. However, if you're not subscribed, how will you know when the new season comes out, hmm? Didn't think of that, did you, smartass? Even though you listen to the whole show, not everyone else has. So rate and review us on iTunes so that others can benefit. But be sure to think about the Dow Jones Industrial Average while you do, so people won't think you're a communist. As always, tell someone about the show. We don't care who. Literally anyone. Finally, be sure to stay tuned to Dunscap NYC Productions on Instagram and our website, dunscap.nyc. We've got a lot more crap cooking up. Good night.